Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Scrub-a-dub-dub. It's Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Who's getting crunk tonight? <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Not I. Are you Are you on the no alcohol train yet, or is it still the caffeine? Come on, get on board, Tanya. <laughs> uh, I'm not sober curious, but I am sober this week because I'm gearing up for like book launch week, and I feel as though next week is going to be very intense in terms of schedule for me. So uh-huh. I'm trying to like eat super clean, drink super clean, feel your best, feel my best, yeah, yeah, yeah feel yeah. my strongest because. That's important. It is important. <laughs> Book launch is happening. Yeah, we're like T minus whatever days. I just can't even believe it's here. Five. We're I five know. days out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. This year's flying by. It's. Bi- it, it, I'm so happy you said that because it's Valentine's Day very soon. Yes. Then it's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Then we're basically into summer. <laughs> After summer, we have the iHeartRadio Music Festival in September. And then it's basically Halloween, your birthday, and Thanksgiving, and we're done. I'm so stressed. I hate that. I hate that mentality. There's so much time in between these things. It's, it's just St. Patrick's the summer is a big jump. I'm just saying. St. Patrick's? Nah, because it's like March and then yeah. summer's June. March, April, May, June. Right, it's like three You months. went from St. Patrick's Day to iHeart Festival in September. There was a large no, span of time. No, I had summer time. in there. Summer. That's oh. June, July, August. Those three months. Yeah, that's a lot of time. Yeah, you, you did just two things. Right over. That was six months covered yeah. by two things. I'm just saying, if you're trying to plan big things, it's time to get on that. Also, do you go really hard for St. Patty's Day or what? <laughs> I've never heard you celebrate that. That's not true. I always celebrate. I get some cute little sunglasses and like go to some sort of pub. Not a no, pub, but I do and vibe. Yeah, I think you like the idea of like participating, but it's not like you're like out like in the streets like on a parade or something. No, 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 no. I haven't been on a parade in a minute. So like, I'm just saying like the way you included St. Patty's Day, like it was Christmas and all yeah, that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically Christmas because you know who's on the show today? Who? Candace King. I know. <laughs> so Candace and I actually, well, we met, they were on our podcast a while ago, her and Kayla. Yes. Will, and then Beck and I were at an event, like a, an industry event. Mm. And, oh. Yeah, that's right. Industry. <laughs> and Candace was there. And I remember um, I was telling her how I just started dating somebody. This was right when Robbie and I started dating. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's when she was just so kind and so warm and gave me her phone number um, because I was like, I've never dated a divorced dad before. And so she got my number and has just been such a beautiful friend to me throughout this entire process because I feel like she'd been there and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I just, we just created like a really nice bond and she's also a fellow podcaster and she launched a new podcast, a super bloom podcast. Yes. So we're going to have her on as our guest and scrubbing in right now. So right now we'll we're going right to bring back with Candace. We'll be right back with Candace. <laughs> rant for a sec please pay apps are way too public what happened some rando hearted a payment from five months ago and i realized people can see my entire history who i'm paying like full names it's super weird yeah it's weird how are you paying your friends then apple cash it's all in messages you can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends random people can't see it did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cash back event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson, and top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving and you can be one of them. Membership is free and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. All right, we are back, and we we can't. I don't even remember the year it was when you were on scrubbing in. But what we year have, was it? It would have been like five years ago, maybe. Yeah, that is the voice of Candace King, who. Yeah, let's give a warm thank you, and thank welcome. you, thank you, thank um, you. Uh, we were trying to think of when that was, and I was like, that was either 2018 or 2019. Yeah, it was around that time. It was like five years ago. Yeah. It was it was before 2020, which means like a whole yeah. decade ago, basically. <laughs> we were all much younger and freer and less concerned then, you know. Yeah, and a lot has happened since then, I think, for all of us, which is great. You know, we've all been through different things and growth and, you know, we're really excited to have you back. I know you've really been a special person for Tanya the last few years, navigating her relationships. So I we're super know. Excited I to feel have like... You. It's been a long time since you've been on the podcast, but I feel like you have been a very prominent person in my life. And um, the thing that I think is so special about you is because I was saying earlier before you came on, we were at some industry event. I don't remember what it was, but it was a BFF thing. It was like for. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we, and Taylor. Uh, 
Was it? Loft. 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 Okay, so we were all um, there, and you guys had just come on the podcast, and I remember talking to you, and I was explaining how I was, I was newly dating this guy, We now he, Robbie, um, <laughs> but at the time, I was like newly dating this guy, and he was a divorced dad, and I remember you were so sweet. You literally gave me your phone number right then and there on the spot, and you were like, call me if you have any questions, text me if you need anything, and it was that gesture, like... People don't do that in L.A. just in general. And I feel like it was just really, really special. And you it wasn't just like a um, like an arbitrary invite. Like you really followed through. You were always there for me. You answered all my questions. I felt like we became like instant best friends. And it was just so nice. And I feel like it was I don't know, like I just look at you as like this little guardian angel that was sent to me. (laughs) I well, that's everything you just said is so kind, first (laughs) of all. And I'm so glad that we met that day. And and I get it. I mean, I've had um, I feel like I've been lucky enough to have other people do that for me in in a whole bunch of different ways in life, whether it's, you know, navigating career relationships, friendship, anything. I think, um, you know, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of friends you can have. Um, a lot of my super like close friends I've known for a long time know this about me that I'm the worst text message person ever. Like, I think I just, I have like 700 unread text messages. I've, I'm one of those people. <laughs> um, like the phone scares me, but I'm also a ride or die. Like if someone says 911, I need you right mm-hmm. now. I'll be like plain booked i'm there what can i do i'm great at like hey i have this super vulnerable question about like how to navigate this situation love that if it's mm-hmm. like how are you i'm mm-hmm. like that is my nightmare so yeah. I, <laughs> I have loved that we've been able to reach out to each other over these last couple of years and hang out in nashville and stay in touch and it's and it's so fun and and truly you guys i mean becca you were the first person to be on a directionally challenged uh podcast that i co-hosted with kayla for many years who kayla is still hosting now and you don't realize when you're starting something new how you just need someone else to just show up for you and be like, hey, I'm here. No questions asked. Like, no one's trying to get anything from this except I'm just here to support you while you try this new venture. And so truly, both of you um, do that for so many people in your life. So I'm just grateful to know you each in those separate ways. I mean, I what you and Caleb both were so kind to me when I I think my it was my first thing that I did post-bachelor I did a photo shoot really show me your moo moo and (laughs) Candace and Kayla were also modeling that day and they were just so kind to me and my sister is like a massive Vampire's Diary fan and vampire vampire diaries diaries it's I was okay like, you were close. Wrong. close i was like something came out wrong um and candace made a video for her and i made a video for you my for stepdaughters yeah. yeah because we were we'd all watched your season and like i was a super fan um yes it was like this perfect moment of like ah like you know super fandom um but and i feel like the word model is a stretch for me that day i mean so basically (laughs) it's show me your (laughs) moo moo is a fantastic clothing line if anyone needs like wonderful clothes go check it out um it's uh cammy a bear i've known since or cammy miller now but i've known her since we were like 16 years old so i remember when when her and cologne started that line so it's just been that that's always just fun i feel like i just get to be along for the ride on that but uh yeah that was a very fun day (laughs) i just i you were the first um like celebrity at your status i mean you are a celebrity (laughs) like let's just acknowledge the facts but you were the first you were you were the first (laughs) you were the first person i met at that level and i remember thinking like it almost like it almost ruined everyone else for me because after that i thought like everyone's so nice in this industry everyone's Uh, so warm not not so much and i quickly learned that that is not the case (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah um you know it's yeah i'll just keep my mouth shut on that one but thank you i'll take the compliment and keep my mouth shut but it is true like you really are this little like angel that Mm -hmm. frolics around the city and it's not so, responding to texts not responding not to texts. <laughs> but she did respond so like candace was really helping me out like kind of you i feel like you were like a big sister kind of guiding me in this new relationship that i was in and it was really fun because when we went out to nashville to ben and jess's oh, wedding yeah. um i set up like a like a coffee date breakfast with candace and so she was finally able to meet robbie and it was kind of yeah. like this full circle moment that just was really special 
Well, it was awesome. And I love that place. That coffee shop, too, is the best. It, it, Tanya loved it, too. There was like a cute little note thing outside where people left like encouraging notes or something. Yeah, was it was that in the like place? that circle. There was yeah. like a little thing where you like drop a note, take a note. And I was like, this is the most Tanya <laughs> box I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about your new podcast because you have gone through a lot of change since we last talked to you and you launched this podcast and it's kind of people navigating their own journeys of grief and loss and challenges in their life. And I wanted you to kind of expound on like what expand on what, what it's been like and if it's been like a healing process for you starting this podcast. Yeah. I mean, what's interesting is I didn't even, at first when I knew I wanted to start a new podcast and I didn't really know which way it was like what I wanted to really focus in on. I had a few ideas and part of that is also coming up with a name Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to come up with a name because a lot of them are taken. And uh, and so Super Bloom struck me. There's a band called Mr. Wives and they have a song called Super Bloom that is really, really good if you need something to pump you up. Um, and it really struck me that I actually was able to go and see the California Super Bloom, which occurred in the last one was in 2020. And it was all the California poppies. And it was just such a oh, yeah. big time. And then even just researching what a super bloom is, it's I, I just fell in love with the with just the science of it. And what a super bloom is, is it is actually a botanical phenomenon. And it doesn't happen every year. And in order for it's it's this whole giant super bloom of wildflowers. And in order for the super bloom to happen. It only happens in desert landscapes where it's traditionally obviously drier. But for the super bloom to happen, you have to have a very wet, rainy season. Like it has to just rain and just have the heaviest, never ending rain downpour. And that because of the heavy, heavy rain, the water is able to nurture the seeds underneath the ground. And because of that rain, the the seeds become stronger and are nurtured and are ready to and they're actually able to grow and burst from the ground and create this beautiful super bloom. So I think that we can all say we've been changed since 2020. There is no one I know who hasn't had to have difficult conversations with family, who hasn't had to have difficult conversations with themselves, who hasn't experienced loss or grief um, in any form. And so I really kind of I was inspired by the concept of sitting down with people to kind of reflect on periods of time where even though it seemed like that was nothing could get better and it was the worst experience of their life. That's actually the time where they were being nurtured and becoming the best, most strong version of themselves to really come out the other side and, and bloom. So that's kind of the the heart and the concept of um of what this new podcast is and, and the root of the conversations that I'm um, having. And it, you know, it's been, it's been, I was able to talk to Tanya last week. She's on the podcast. Um, so another, honored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, it was so fun. Um, and, and we like one of the conversations I was really moved by, I spoke with Amanda Knox a few months ago and, you know, I remember following her case and she's our age. And so mm-hmm. it's really, and she's a mother now. And so to reflect on what she's been through. And so, you know, the, there's various, um, it's a very like the conversations are broad as far as who I'm speaking with and what we're necessarily speaking about. But the theme of just uh, rebirth and growth is uh, throughout for sure. Has it made you feel um, like comfortable and safe opening up about what you've been through? Like, have you have like hearing other people's experiences and struggles? Has it made you feel like, okay, there's a, there's that feeling of hope and greener pastures in the future for me the super bloom like have you felt that I, I well so I have the introductory episode to the podcast is actually just me on the mic it's not an interview at all and I appropriately named the episode in the dirt and so <laughs> you can take that for what you will <laughs> um, and I'm just simply admitting that I am in the dirt mm-hmm. you know and and so that's where I'm at right now and that's totally okay mm-hmm. and um so I've I've always had a hard time, I think, really opening up. I mean, put me at a dinner party and mm-hmm. I'm just an open book, but especially on social media, I feel very awkward in front of the camera. I, I always do get nervous about speaking on a microphone. Um, and I've really? always been that way. 
I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can be someone who obsesses for a while wondering if I, if something came out the wrong way or so. Yeah. It's just that type A perfectionist. Mm-hmm. That's and, so interesting. I would yeah. not guess that about you. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I've done a lot of and therapy's awesome. It really helps. Guys. <laughs> helped me a lot over the years. Not just obsess about like one thing that came out wrong at a dinner party or like an event or anything. Um. But yeah, I've I've found it cathartic in my own way. Mm-hmm. I think for anyone that listens, I start each episode off with um essentially a personal essay that I write. I was going to ask you if you write that and then you read it, right? Okay, because I was like, this is way too poised and thoughtful. (laughs) Like, I was like, when we're doing the podcast, we do not sound like that. Ever in our lives. No, ever. And so I was listening to it and I was like, she's got, this is something she wrote down and she's reading. It has to be. Yes. Yes. 100%. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Makes me feel a lot better, actually. I think even if we wrote them down, we I don't know that we just please. I don't know is how we would no, describe it's very, it. No, your podcast is very thoughtful. Like, it's a story that's like, she's obviously, so she's written it and she reads it, but it ties into the guest in a certain way. But it's very, that. it's like a short little anecdotal story and it's like very thought out. And I was like, wow. How do you, what's Dang. the process of doing that? I love that. Uh, thanks. I, I, funny enough, I've always like writing classes have always been like my little secret hobby. Um, I've always found myself in like a course or a weekend intensive or even there's a great improv studio in LA that instead of taking improv classes, I found myself taking the like essay writing classes. Um, so it's been like a, my version of kind of like journaling or mm-hmm. when I get overwhelmed. Um, but like, for instance, uh, I was reminded a friend of mine texted me and was like this this I loved this essay part and I didn't even remember what I said, but uh, I interviewed um I interviewed a woman who has a great uh, stand-up routine, and you, a lot of people know her as Lady ADHD. And so she was diagnosed with ADHD in her 40s. She's also started a, a career as a stand-up comedian later in life, and she, it's like her story is wonderful and amazing and inspiring. And and but uh, she also um, feels like she's always like the loudest one in the room. So I start the episode off talking about an experience I had you know, a couple months ago where I felt like the loudest person in the room and it had to do with me like crying in a restaurant and feeling just overwhelmed and feeling like I'm too much and all because of the way someone described Negroni and I was moved to tears and and just so obviously this is why I write them down because Mm -hmm. I can't speak about it as eloquently as I do (laughs) when I actually (laughs) type it all out. (laughs) Um, But I try to take things from my own life that... um, and share stories and moments that I, I have found as uh, as little, like, I don't know if you want to call them like winks from the universe or those moments where you go, hmm, this feels significant mm-hmm. for some reason. And so I have a, um, a dear family friend who who she calls them God winks. Mm-hmm. And I really love that. And I'm not necessarily, it's just something that I really like that. So whether you call them little universe winks or God winks mm-hmm. or. We love God winks over here on this yeah. show. Yeah. So yeah. um. So those are the moments I try to tie into each episode because I, I feel like they're worth sharing. I like the the term in the dirt because I do feel like you go through those moments and you go like, I, I saw this video the other day and it was saying how, you know, like when it's really hot outside, like in the summer and you're like, I don't I don't know if I'll ever feel comfortably cool again. Like, I can't even imagine that I'll ever like I can't imagine feeling cold because I'm so miserably hot right now. Right. And then the winter and the fall comes and you feel cold again. And mm-hmm. then it's so cold that you're like, I just want to feel warm. I don't know if I'll ever get warm again because I'm so cold. And then sure enough, the summer comes mm-hmm. and it was saying how like that's how sometimes it is with like the happy moments and the sad moments in life. Like when you're, when you're happy, you're like, I can't imagine ever being sad. Like I'm, everything's going right for me. I'm so happy. And then sure enough, something happens because that's life and you feel sadness and you feel down. And then the like best reminder is that sometimes when you're going through the sad parts, when you're in the dirt and you're in the growth process where you're like, I don't know if I can ever, if I'll ever feel joy or happiness or see like the light, it comes again, you know? And it was like such a reminder. I like that term in the dirt because every beautiful flower, every beautiful thing that we see starts in the dirt where you don't see the the growth of it, like the roots and where it's happening. And I think that's a beautiful like analogy for what it looks like to be a human. I want to ask you it's more healthy. about being in the dirt, but we're going to take a quick break. 
Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it and I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Take it away, Tanya. Thank you so much. You know, I'm just making sure that it's a well-oiled machine over here. Yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. get our breaks in when we need to. Yeah, you keep us oiled. That's and me. Running. Responsible Susan over here. <laughs> Responsible Remy. Sure. Rebecca. Yeah. Responsible yeah, Rebecca yeah. over here. Thank you so much. Uh, but we were talking about being in the dirt. And I feel like, do you want to share? Or like, do you really feel like, do you still feel like you're in the dirt? Because I feel like you started the podcast in the when the new year started, right? Yeah, but that's it. You know, I I did. Um, it, but I also feel like, yeah, I'm absolutely still in the dirt. I'll just say that, and and not in a bad way. I mean, right. what I think has been really interesting is also realizing that I'm I'm someone who likes to just make everything better. I want to fix it. Give me a problem, I'll come up with ten solutions. I I like an I like a schedule. I like a plan. I don't like when there's no plan. Um, I'm with you. I, with yeah. you. <laughs> but that's where I think this time in my life right now. I'm I'm have some you know personal. I have very big changes going on in my life. You know my and so I'll just say that just to keep it very simple um that involves just a lot of grief and it's in big changes can have all the feelings and i think um it's easy to distract yourself when you're going through a big change in life and so 
this process of making this podcast and kind of looking at those little moments of life and, and actually noticing them has also really taught me how important it is to to just make friends with the grief a little bit, not sit in it, not just wallow in it, but sit next to it and hold its hand and say, I see you and I need to understand you too, mm-hmm. because I am going to be on the other side of this. But, the, but I have to also honor that it's okay to have all of these feelings and it's important to honor those feelings. Cause that also means that, you know, you feel that way because you cared to mm-hmm. begin with. Yeah. So I feel like there's, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily a bad thing. And I've actually seen, um, the positive of it. It's funny. I actually was on a walk this morning with a girlfriend and, and we were just talking about similar feelings of, you know, overall theme of being in the dirt, I'll just say. And and we started talking about like future selves, because, you know, when you know, you're going to get through the other side of it, you know, yeah. you will eventually. And that future person is always just like so happy. They're like, whoo, man, I look how great I handled that. Like they're just they're just elated. They feel stronger. They feel better. And it's like the present person is always like, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> This is for you. You're welcome for doing the hard part for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I will say, though, I feel like, you know, the thing that I think is so beautiful about talking about these things is like a lot of people have gone through what you're going through. Do you know what I mean? And have come out on the other side. I'm getting a divorce. I think that's the word that it still feels weird to say. But yes, that's Mm -hmm. what I'm going through right now. And like, it's this word that I feel like has this like certain connotation but it is i don't i mean not to like make it light but it is very common and people are do get on the other side and like really beautiful things can happen post rainstorm and i just feel like you know i want to um I want to help you and like be that light for you. Like you were for me, you know, two or three years ago when I was kind of going through a little bit of a storm and so like i just want i just want you to know that you always have me to kind of Thank you. yeah thank you i appreciate that it, it is really beautiful i feel i don't know have you guys felt this shift you know in this kind of post 2020 world where i feel like either people are still just as distanced or all of a sudden people are just so heart open and willing like to lead with their vulnerability in mm-hmm. a new way um i've definitely felt that and what i will say is yeah you're completely right the um, divorce is very common it is not this like thing that no one has ever done before but what i have found interesting is like anything else like until you've been through the process of you know losing a loved one like i don't know what it's like to to lose a loved one but anyone who has been through that experience before they have an understanding with each other and i don't know what it's like to you know or even having a baby like when you Mm -hmm. when you see someone else who's been in that like first six weeks of having a baby you just know what they're going through on some cellular level so it has been really beautiful to just see um so many people even just like strangers at airports you know if you you find yourself like just airport bars have just been so funny when you start talking to people and people are just so willing to share these days and so i have been so encouraged by this kind of like shift in willingness to be vulnerable um especially when it's come to the topic of like separation or divorce it's people have been very uh willing to share their stories and and i've been really moved by it so i try to do my small part but also with keeping healthy boundaries because for when sure you're in it you're in it yeah. yeah yeah i felt like that a lot when i before Haley and i went public with our relationship and like the coming out process was very interesting because my friends who weren't going through that or had never been through that were just like but you're gonna get so much support like you're gonna be so loved it you know like think about all the positives but when you're in it and it's like you're going through that you're like but what if they don't you know like you're thinking of all the things of like what could go wrong the fear you're not thinking and, and it was like at that point it was like so many people had done it before me so many people had been through the process of coming out and sharing their love and I felt so scared because it felt so personal and heavy to me even though so many other people had done it it's like such a unique experience when it's your own you know like regardless of how common it's 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 still heavy and it's still your own like going through it feels very personal did you have people you were able did you find anyone who you were able to connect with who did understand on some sort of 
you know, equal level because you also, you know, are not just coming out to friends, family, but like to mm-hmm. the world in a yeah. very public way. Well, I think because all my friends and family and like people close to me knew about it. It was like I when we did go public last year, there was this sense of like safety knowing that we had that support which was the people that matter so much to us so it almost felt like i i felt ready because i knew that i had the support that i needed regardless of what people responded or how they reacted um but yeah i mean i think you know everyone you talk to who has gone through the process of either coming out or recognizing that um they're queer or whatever it is they kind of have a similar experience of like navigating it so that you can relate to people even though if it's very different because everyone's situation is different you find people and you connect to things like oh yeah I I like felt that exact same thing which is really important to like be able to share that and open it up because most of my friend group they're all straight you know like most of my friends are true yeah very true i didn't have that you know it was luckily i have two younger sisters that are both um gay and they they were very close to me at the time and living with me so i had them actually for a lot of support even though they're my younger sisters it was really important to me so i think it's just very important to find your people and to find a place that's safe while you're going through something like that. Yeah. And take your time. Yeah. Yeah. And take your time. And I like that you said sitting with the grief, because I think so often it's so easy to distract from what's going on and look outside. (laughs) Yes. It is so easy. So, so easy. Yes. What's your, um, I, I really resonated when you said someone texting you about something specific or like, I really need help or advice going through this. But then if someone says something vague, I do the same (laughs) thing. Like my brain shuts off. I'm like, I can't respond to that. No, I know. It makes me think back to like being in school and when you're passing notes, you know what I mean? Like pass a note that's like, are, like do you like so and so circle yes or no like that's like big important information yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know like don't be like what's hey. up yeah but like what what, what do you like how are you how am i i don't know like i'm on my third coffee like i'm trying to get gas i can't find my keys and now i'm supposed to sit down for five minutes and put out a text message about how i'm doing right now i'm barely alive that's how i'm doing i'm like me to write that i'm like that's a phone call conversation but there's a good chance i won't answer the phone so i don't know what to tell you oh my god (laughs) like that's definitely a phone call but i don't know when i'll be ready to answer the phone so Uh yeah no, I you, lo- give me a 911 yeah. i love a 911 do you feel like you've met because you moved to nashville kind of was it during the pandemic who's right well i mean we're all at this what's like what is what isn't the pandemic right, at true. this point um it's i, I moved uh, last 2021 uh august of 2021 and do you feel like you have like a like a like a home base there do you feel at home there no chance yeah. you'll ever move back to la I don't think so, unless like I actually got a job that like made me be there. But I really love it here. I mean, I spent a, almost a decade in Atlanta, so I was used to that speed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always loved Nashville. I mean, I drive to my my drive my kids to school. And I, we passed by horses and turkeys. I mean, even on our walk around the lake today, like my girlfriend and I saw like deer and wild turkeys and little cardinals and turtles, you know, and it's just like, that's our runyon, you know what I mean? And it's beautiful yeah. and seasonal and I can breathe. And I, I want LA to be a city that works for me so much. And it just didn't. I found myself to be there and kind of um, going backwards in a way of of waiting by the phone or comparing myself to a lot of people. And and the city just felt so big mm-hmm. and it didn't bring out like the best of me as a, as a mother. I felt overwhelmed and trying to kind of go and do a bunch of things and activities with the kids. And here I feel like we can just do so many fun things in a day. I also am not scared of moving. I, I moved a lot when I was a kid. I travel alone. Like I, I, I'm fine making new friends like that's never anything that's been really scary. It doesn't mean it's not scary in the moment and weird to try to like make a new friend in your 30s and be like, hey, want to go get coffee or like a glass of wine tonight? And, um, you know, like what movies do you like? Um, 
Did you, were you on like Bumble BFF? I know. Um, I got really lucky. I did two things. I, so I, before moving here, I actually did a Christmas movie where I got to play Reba McIntyre's daughter. Wow. And one of the producers of it was Melissa Joan Hart and she lives here. And so she, um, so I got her number from her mom. I like, <laughs> creeped in and was like, Hey Paula, can I have your daughter's number? Cause I need friends. And uh, so she invited me out to like this mom group and they are the most in like, ride or die women ever like that i mean i remember we all they're on this text chain which you know if you I, i'm not a big texter but they text all day all day there's like 30 messages but i love reading it like it's my version of like it's like dumois and then that text chain oh like, yeah i'm set um but they're amazing and so we do like movie nights and dinner nights i'm also the co-leader of my daughter's girl scout troop and wow. uh we are also a very uh thickest thieves group of women and, Wait, and that's so, so fun very fun it's very very fun yes if you guys need cookies i can hook you up just I, let me know yeah i do are you like troop beverly hills like is that you just like no we are the opposite <laughs> we're pretty chill we're like the very chill like for all the type a stuff that i do this is where we're pretty um we're pretty relaxed uh, oh, yeah i keep forgetting i want to set you up on a friend date with meredith seacrest because she lives in nashville and she's so oh, cute yeah, yeah oh, i gotta yeah, i gotta fire up this. the text chain because she's so <laughs> like you guys are one in the same like little angels from heaven <laughs> Little like Nashville we'll, we'll jump on a cloud. Um, yeah, we'll, little, yeah. A, little Nashville angels. <laughs> when you um, do you know your enneagram type? Do you know that? Have you ever done that? Wait, why? Why? Are you because every I have been asked this almost every week for the last like three months. Did really? everyone decide no. that this is how we operate in the? No. <laughs> so this was my last like girls' like night. We went and had margaritas and. And that's all like the my two girlfriends that were like all about the enneagrams going deep so finally on the way home i took the test like in my uber and i was like guys after a few margaritas i'm a six and my friend was like no you're not you are a 10. And I was what's like, a six what's the six i don't know but she thought i was like downgrading myself she's like no you're a 10 of a woman yourself. yeah she was oh, like oh. i was like what do you do i thought there were only nine enneagrams she's like why are you selling yourself short i was like I'm talking about the Instagram. She's like, oh, I thought you were feeling bad about yourself. I was like, no. How did we get here? <laughs> when you just said 10, I was like, I don't know how to tell her there are not 10 Instagrams. So I'm not as familiar with that as Becca is because. Well, I'm not super familiar. I was just thinking about a lot of the things that you said and I. I relate to a lot of them, but then like the planning type A thing is more Tanya. Yeah, I don't relate I'm to that. One. So I was curious if you knew yours, but you're six. That's apparently a six after a few margaritas so i don't know if that changes <laughs> i'm i'd probably be different after a few margaritas i know me too i think so too. we should all have an enneagram sober and an enneagram after a few margaritas and yeah see if they line up um but i was also i just i feel i really connect to the part of overthinking conversations like when i go to social events i leave and i'm like did i why did i share what i shared with that stranger that i just met like honestly i i like overshare so much out of i don't know nervousness social anxiety whatever it is and then i leave and i'm like anxious about that and same thing on the podcast where like i mean we've been doing this for a long time but i still have times where i'm like did i yeah, misspeak I on that, that? I yeah like, no you're fine so I, you know, that's why I asked. I don't know if it has anything to do with your Enneagram or not. It could. I don't know. <laughs> but I am like, it's a word that I had never, ever heard before. And in the last couple of months, it's like every single week. I'm like, what, what, what God wink is this? Like, I was going to say, maybe there's something there maybe for you. Maybe there's something maybe. there. <laughs> I don't know what it would be. I don't it's, either. It, maybe it's got something to do with six. I don't know. I know you do a lot of... <laughs> therapy but are you like into self-help books no i try like it's interesting i don't know no i'm not i'm just not yeah i'm not <laughs> it's also, like, uh, no <laughs> i want to be but i'm yeah. not i i also for like I, I used to be a very like voracious reader and then all of a sudden when i had babies it, it was really hard like my brain just doesn't stick to the page very well yeah. um i can do it when i'm like cramming for a podcast episode i mm -hmm. try to read the book or most of the book um 
But other than that, it's it's tough for me to really get through it. Because I feel like you're somebody that's very like self-aware. Yes, I, <laughs> I I believe that I am. I think that there's that I, that I mean that could be a whole other podcast episode probably. I'd have to check with my therapist on that one. Um, but it is. I do look. I love therapy. I I I've st- I've been in therapy since I was 18, um, with various therapists through the years. And I, what I've found is um, I like going in with like one thing I'm trying to really navigate and seeing if that person is able to kind of walk me through that kind of chapter, that mm-hmm. path. Um, but I love it. I, I encourage anyone to get give it a go. If you're too scared, just go for it. And also, if you go to therapy and you don't like the therapist the first time, it's fine. It's like mm-hmm. dating. Like just because yeah. you go and have a drink doesn't mean you're married to them. And sometimes they make it weird when you try to break up with them. Like I, <laughs> I tried a therapist here and she was like, give me one more chance. And I was like, no. <gasps> and then I was like, wow, this is a breakthrough for me. This is like healthy boundaries. No. She, she was like giving you a chance to like work on yeah. what y'all talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's testing me, yeah, testing you, me. You and I was it. like, a pass. Yeah. <laughs> I graduated from your therapy. <laughs> I'm going to college now. Um, I want to talk about what you see, if you want to talk about it. I want to talk about what you see moving forward career-wise, personally. But first, we're going to take a break. Oh. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Okay, we are back. I screwed up the name earlier, but as I said in the beginning, you were on a little show called Vampire Diaries. (laughs) 
What did I say earlier? Vampire's Diary? Vampire's Diary. <laughs> the Vampire's Diary. The Pirates is the diary. <laughs> um, do you ever see a uh, reunion type show happening? It's so funny. I got asked this question recently. Oh and my gosh, everyone's I mean, asking we, my questions. I mean, I know. They're just, <laughs> no, but I, I, we, the show just technically ended last year because we had the original spinoff and then we had Legacies, um, which just finished in the spring of 2021. So I think it'd be too soon. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it is, I still pinch myself. I can't believe that I was a part of something that just, especially now with streaming, people yeah. continue to watch yeah. things all the time. And it, you know, it's like y- you get older, but then the like people watching it get younger. And then that feels really interesting. Um, today at the coffee shop, I had these really sweet girls in college come up and they were like, your voice sounds so different. And I was like, well, I've aged 13 years. <laughs> so. That's a funny comment to make. That, that is might- such a funny comment to make. <laughs> But I do like the uh-huh. I do like the idea behind this. Like, wh- where do you see yourself? Are because you, you are such like a planner. Where do you see yourself? Because you just launched this new podcast. Like, do you see mm-hmm. this going a certain direction? Like, where do you see yourself going career wise, personally, in the next five years? Or, do you have dreams? Well, I think that's no dreams. Nope, I've decided to not dream anymore. <laughs> I, I support rid that. of those. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have. Dreams. I saw yeah. your vision I, board. No, I, know. I know you have some. Goals. I got some vision boards. Yeah, we got goals. But I did have for many years. At when I left the Vampire Diaries, um, I did have an idea of what I thought my life was supposed to look like, and I was like, okay, so here I am now. I'm entering my thirties. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then and then I'm gonna take a break and then I'm gonna do this. And then there's the rest of my life. And when life changes and you realize that you can't really plan everything and it doesn't matter how many times you write it down on the calendar, like life has its own plan sometimes. And um, I've just really had to rethink about why I felt it's so necessary to have an idea of what it was supposed to look like. And I had these blinders on and I didn't have that when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I, I looking back, I didn't, I had like general goals that I was, I always was working towards something, but I was still listening for those little opportunities and knew that sometimes, you know, it's like, instead of going through the front door, sometimes you go through the side door or you go through the window. And I just had not been really doing that for a period of time. I was just so focused on it had to be a certain way of the trajectory of my career um and so now i'm much more open to see you know what else is out there and i really i don't know i i love being on a set i love working in television television is my like happy place i feel very confused on a movie i've not done very many of them but i'm just like why are we only here for like a couple weeks or a couple months this doesn't make sense we're all supposed to know each other for years um and i i got so spoiled on the vampire diaries you don't usually get a run like that so um i really don't know um i also i for a while i mean you guys will appreciate this because i was just was like ellen pompeo she's got the dream i'm then that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna replicate her career Mm -hmm. i'm gonna turn 33 years old and i'm gonna be on a show and i'm gonna be there for like 18 years and then that's it and then i'm just gonna be happy and making money and like i got my babies and i can just take them to school go work and then that's the life Mm -hmm. um and then when i hit 33, 34, and that didn't happen. I was like, well, I guess it's over. I have failed and I will never, ever achieve Ellen Pompeo's dream, which had become mine. And it is so silly to put a timestamp on what happens in life. And especially, I think, for anyone that was watching award shows lately, it's so fun to see all of these artists and performers who are up there winning awards going, well, this is hilarious. I thought my career was over 30 mm-hmm. years ago. <laughs> and so there is no one way that it's supposed to look. Um, right now, I'm just very, uh, I'm kind of, I'm here. I'm showing up and interested to see like what windows and, and doors and, and, you know, little pockets are open um to kind of that that's as that's as good as i have planned right now which is for me actually a really positive thing yeah it's interesting that you say that because i feel like i've been somebody that vision boards 
I do it every single year. And I used to, I was always attached to the outcome. It was always, I was attached to every single outcome. And when those things didn't happen, when I thought they were supposed to happen, it was just like heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. And so what I realized is like, it's having vision and having passion, having purpose is one thing, but like attaching it to a specific timeline is where things get, you know, you're attaching an outcome that you don't know when that's going to happen. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I've had to learn this like fine balance of having these goals and having vision and passion and purpose and drive, but also letting life just kind of unfold in its own timing, which is very difficult for me, but you know, working through it. And it's so much more fun when that happens, Mm -hmm. but I'm the same way. Like I, but it is, it, when, when, when all of a sudden you go, wow, I can't believe this is how it came together, but it did. And it actually feels fantastic. And I did it. Yeah, and, true, true, and true. it like it, it, when it does reveal itself, I mean, even just Aubrey Plaza hosting SNL, ending it with like dreams come true, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's beautiful. And you never know how it's going to happen. Um, and, and also sometimes dreams change. Yeah. And that's okay too. I mean, I grew up wanting to be a pop star and <laughs> that is so far from what I ever want to do at this point. <laughs> so I, you know, dreams change and evolve as well. And there's room for that. Yeah. Um, what about writing? That seems to be like a passion. Is that something you'd ever want it to be a career? Or is that one of those things that you hold as like a hobby and something that's an escape? It's, it's funny. I, I love writers like I love them like I, I I just think that they're so cool like instead of I would rather be at a table full of writers and screenwriters than at a table full of actors like that would it's just more I don't know I, I really like listening to those conversations and I'm not to like sound snobby or anything I just um I have a lot of friends who are writers and I I'm just in awe of them so it's really been hard for me to ever consider myself any sort of of or to be a writer but Mm -hmm. i i don't know that that i would absolutely be open to maybe one day well We'll you're good at it as a listener of the super of a super bloom podcast you are good at it so if you could just even like compile all those things that you've written like an audio you could do like um what are those calm apps like the calm app where you like read oh yeah like a reading today's essay or something essay I, i use the sleep the sleep stories it's I need not, to do it doesn't that. always work, but oh. I, tr- I tried. I know. <laughs> it works sleep. like half of the time. <laughs> You're like, when I take a melatonin and other things, it works great. <laughs> I know. It's funny. There's, I, I've been, I've been like, I have been trouble. I have had trouble sleeping. And so I've been binge watching shows. And so I re binge watch Shit's Creek. And then I've been binge watching oh. Outlander because I never watched it, but I went to Scotland last fall by myself for like a solo women. Like I did like a solo trip and road tripped through Scotland at, to go fly fishing and golfing as one lady does. And so <laughs> I was driving and all the places I ended up, like all my guides and everyone was like, So you're here because of Outlander? And I was like, Nope, don't know don't know no i'm not and they're like but you're a woman and you're in scotland alone so obviously you love outlander and i I had no idea but so i started watching that um at night like when i'm kind of falling asleep and one of the people from the show just did a sleep story Oh, that's <laughs> like so it helps funny. me fall asleep. <laughs> How like, funny! The Scottish, like yeah. the, the Scottish, like accent right now is helping me. Like, so maybe you can try that. <laughs> Highly recommend. Just maybe put on like a Scottish okay. audiobook. Okay, <laughs> there's something. <laughs> about the cadence in which like the scottish accent is spoken that is just very <laughs> relaxing <laughs> i'll try that we watched watch, it we watch friends at night Haley. like normally i fall asleep but Haley watches like we it's always on when she's ready to go to sleep maybe if i had like a, a calm with like jennifer aniston i'd fall yeah. asleep yeah or like yeah. elisa yeah. kudrow yeah yeah, <laughs> <In her> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know if monica would relax me but i <laughs> Or Ross. Just an hour of him saying, I would love a Ross one. Um, Well, I am, I, I just like want everything that you want for yourself for you because I, I really think that you're such an incredible person and I, want you to once your super bloom happens i want it to be everything that you hope for and dream for so oh me too i can't wait to see your super bloom (laughs) thanks (laughs) oh tanya (laughs) what does that mean tanya (laughs) 
<laughs> I can't wait Margarita to see and asking my Instagram. I can't Jeez. wait to see the scientific <laughs> phenomenon that only happens after a lot of rain is pounding on the soil mm, and then pounding, something yes, pounding yes. and then something beautiful comes out of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're ready to see that happen. <laughs> You guys are both pervs, <laughs> perverts. I did, I wasn't going there till she went there, and then I've been watching too much Outlander. That's what happens on is that, that a pervy show. Is Outlander? It's not. It's a very historical show. It's a lot of history that I wasn't aware of, mixed in with perv seeing Super Bloom of people. Do I need to watch that show? <laughs> Super it's pretty good. It's very good. Actually, isn't it like not a relaxing show though like isn't it kind of intense yeah so that's interesting that you're but you're that's pretty. where i'm operating these days that's how i relax just so tightly like wound iced She's coffee like, i need to see other people living in chaos to relax yeah, myself me. yes <laughs> that, there might yes. be something there to that to be honest interesting yeah I, it's I, like housewives and outlander oh. chills me out Housewives yeah, stresses housewives me out. Like stressful too. <laughs> oh, I feel like last night Potomac watching. I was like, "Yes, they're all so upset and stressed out." I feel so much better now. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting because I watch that show and I get major anxiety. Like I can't watch it. Maybe your life's too calm right now. I mean, so you're not relaxed by other people's. My chaos. life's not very calm. I wouldn't <laughs> describe it as calm in the slightest. But uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so wonderful seeing you and talking with you and having you back on Scrubbing In. We love you and are fans of you. Yeah. Fans and we and want friends. everybody yeah. to check out your podcast, a Super Bloom podcast. Everybody go show Candace some love. Tell her Yay. you're a scrubber. Send her all the you, the scrubber love and encouragement and vibes. Yeah, for that sure. Y'all always provide. Um, where can people follow you and know about you and watch you? Do you have TikTok? I do. I, I I need to get back on it. I like was like coming in strong for a minute because apparently my voice went like viral for some like not my voice. Well, my voice oh. technically, but Caroline. Wait, like, what there was, was the a, line? I remember the, this. The, the um the burn it the can like um yeah, burn it burn it. <laughs> Did I say stand there and look stupid? No, I said burn it. <laughs> Wait, let, do that again. Maybe our podcast can go viral. We need it here here first. <laughs> Re, a re-viral moment. <laughs> it goes, I don't know, God. Burn it. Did I say stand there and look stupid? No. I said burn it. <laughs> wow. Something like that. But I had someone helping me with TikTok because I had to literally hire someone because I didn't understand the app because I'm don't my brain doesn't work like that. And and she was like, you have to do it. And I was like, this is so funny. It's from the show. I think, was it Catherine who did it? She's like, no, it's your voice. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was yeah. and then i was in new york and i had like these like very like youth people like just young people being like you're you're the girl from tiktok and i was just like yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's me that's me kids i'm here <laughs> you're like all that hard work to be yep. the girl from tiktok <laughs> that is so funny i will say you know Haley had an episode i don't i she yeah. had an episode on vampire Diaries. she died quickly but um oh my. she always said you were so kind to her she said oh, it was yeah, a, she was awesome again. i definitely remember yeah she was awesome with the angel vibes that's just you know how i fly yeah just <laughs> <laughs> wow that was exciting hearing you do that on here honestly and like on it it is funny tiktok is funny in the sense that it'll pick the most random thing that has no like significance to it i know i was gonna say go i viral. totally miss that trend that makes sense to me. <laughs> it's not I periods or <laughs> I too am not so good on the TikTok, but I'm trying. Well, well I'm going to be working with the team again in a few weeks, so then the, the TikToks will be rolling again. Nice. I still don't know how to point at the words and make them disappear, so one day I'll figure that out. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I can show you that if you want to do say, a FaceTime if, if later. Any TikTok that like is any sort of uh, has any sort of element outside of a video, Becca has uh -huh. to do it for me. Yeah. I'm that. decent. Um, but where can people follow you on the TikTok? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Instagram. On the TikTok. I think I'm It's Candace King on TikTok. 
Um, Confirmed, but we will (laughs) stay tuned. (laughs) And then on Instagram, I'm at Candace King, and I also have at a Super Bloom Pod. And a Super Bloom a Super Bloom podcast comes out every Thursday, and I've also just started a second um, episode each week that's coming out on Mondays, and it's called like Cold Brew caffeinated conversations i'm still coming up with the name i'm just very i'm answering questions and talking about pop culture stuff while drinking an obscene amount of cold brew which is how (laughs) i usually start my day (laughs) i love that we love a two two podcasts a week situation yes Mm -hmm. we love you so much we love you you so much thank you for having me you're the Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com.